did similar thing, but to himself. Right. All right. Let me know. Should be. Should be up and running. Oh, Matt Claxton's awake for it. You're kidding. Matty, join in live. Matt Claxton, shout out. We're on we're on Instagram, Bill. We're live. Episode six, Billy. What was the stats you found about like podcast surviving? Like what episode do you have to get to to actually, actually twenty. Twenty? Twenty, mate. We've got a lot of sport. We've got no issues getting to twenty. We're thirty three percent from being a positive statistic in the uh, the podcast space. Um Yeah, geez, Bill, I put I put this lovely photo of you up there for the background this week just to celebrate what's going to dominate the discussion uh this episode which was our our pretty relatively quiet weekend uh down in san fran uh we t- we tried um shaolin's finest uh shout out to you we tried to create some content specifically for you going live while on the road but we we're not very cluey with the instagram stuff so we couldn't really figure it out properly but um bill had a good time yeah, we had a good time. We had, we definitely had at least five beers, so we'd definitely be able to scrabble a top five for you. But uh, yeah, 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 it was a good time. It li- was a good time. Plenty of beers, bit of bit of Gold Bar whiskey. Mm. It was uh, a good time. Big shout out to Gold Bar whiskey. Um, just dishing out whiskey in the tailgate to anyone that came by. Dishing out the Golden Joe cocktail. Um, for those that don't know, Gold, Gold Bar Whiskey is the uh, official sponsor of the uh, 49ers. And uh, working with Joe Montana, have a limited edition Joe Montana series of whiskey. This sounds like it was planned, but it's not. This is very uh, off the cuff here. But uh, yeah, get your limited edition bottles now. And uh, yeah, I think Billy and I can definitely confirm, having had the volume that we did, that it's pretty good stuff. It is top notch. Um it looks like millions is lagging a little. Hopefully, hopefully that's my internet. Uh, let me let me check your okay. let me check Instagram live. Okay, guys, let's have a little a little technical t- check. Technical check. Uh, Instagram looked clear to me, um, but yeah, Instagram looks alright. Alright, must be just maybe millions. Come on, millions. I have to do this now. <clears throat> maybe. Who knows? Who knows? We'll get some moderation yeah. help. Anyway, moving forward. Well, let's talk about the game. Thank you for Goldbar for getting us uh, some ridiculously amazing seats. In terms of the game itself, I think even if I wasn't a Niners fan, in terms of talking about the NFL this weekend, we probably would be talking about this game and everything that's come out of it. Um, wow. What uh, what a performance from the boys. Um, that was a statement. You, uh, you've already thrown all the lids off in advance, but uh, if there were any lids... We, we can open one. Yeah, open actually, that's a good call. Yeah, let's... Uh, there we go. Yeah. Open the lid. Oh, the banquet. Nice. Yeah, cheeky. Um, yeah, all lids are off. That was a domination. To see both sides of the ball play like that live, it just phenomenal. Last year's game we went to was a, just a... A grind with Jimmy G in there and we just scraped the way late even Herbert didn't light it up but yeah to see Fred Warner flying around the way he was Kittle obviously we'll show some clips here in a second just yeah I am looking at all the Instagram posts for like 
power rankings and like tiers and people are putting like the Niners in their own tier and it's honestly just scaring the living shit out of me Billy because if not this year when really uh, I know uh, it was it was good to watch even as a Seahawks fan I, that was I love watching a dominant team that was that was sexy mm-hmm. um, and a Kittle big Kittle fan so that was well, it was, it was a day. It was a day. Three tatties, and I think I'm going to make a trade for him in fantasy. So <laughs> yeah, there's we work on that. There was then, some, uh, <laughs> some hinting last week of a trade. Uh, we we uh, on the beers have agreed to a trade. Uh, I don't think it may be <laughs> have ever happened in fantasy before. We've agreed to a trade after a certain round that <laughs> is going to happen. So uh, stay tuned for the execution on that. Um, but I think maybe Billy, you're you're being a, a bit humble. You could take some responsibility here. I think um, I think you can claim some of the success from George Kittle because uh, in this photo here in the background, uh, you donned a beanie last year, but this year you were donning a George Kittle jersey. So I don't know. Maybe he did it for you. I yeah, I think George did do it for me. Uh, shout out the Bang Bang Niner Gang. They uh, they hooked me up with a Kittle jersey for the day. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, had to had to roll with it because I'm a big Kittle fan. Um, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't wouldn't wear it into Se- wouldn't wear it in Seattle. But no, this I, this bo- when when the when the PMP podcast is on tour in San Fran, I'll throw on a Kittle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not just brought to you by millions, brought to you by the 49ers indirectly as well. But just uh, just to show everyone where we were, um, I just got two two clips of the game from our seats and. Everyone would be like, get off your phone. But I just weirdly, sometimes I just film things with next to my head at either concerts or things. So I am still watching the event. And I managed to capture two of the biggest plays of the game. I'm going to put the first one up, um, which was the one that got a lot of a lot of airtime. I'll let this play through. But saying distro- st- stole it from Detroit. But... Um, <laughs> Ninety odd for the Americans. Yeah, what's yeah, and it's uh, not a hundred. That's what's that? That's like thirty eight or something. But um, yeah, super warm. Billy taking cute photos of me at sunset, and we saw that one. And then we also had a front row seat to this one too, which uh, was the third. Let's go. also the end where Fred did his crazy like break up the pass play jump in the air then come and sack him um that was unreal it was just he's just a freak and speaking of Fred Warner um a bit of a segue into this one um quite lucky enough to have been really sort of given the gold standard treatment when we uh when we got to the game in the um in the uh, tailgate here's one of two really cool photos that I got uh on the day, this is me and Fred Warner's dad, who's also named Fred, so Fred Warner Senior, uh, both repping our, our Fred Warner jerseys, told him a little story about playing basketball in Australia in that number and just picking that number because 
being a big defensive guy myself, just really thought it had some synergy there, and he absolutely loved it. It was a super, super friendly guy. Um, so that was pretty wild. And then not to not to say that that's not awesome, but we sat behind a, a couple of special parents, Bill. Um, yeah, might have been Ross Twelly's girlfriend. Well, also um, sat behind Ross Twelly's <laughs> girlfriend. Told her that uh, told her that we were big tight end fans. That because we played Aussie Rules footy, don't really think that makes any sense. Probably said a lot of other things that didn't make any sense. But it's, I think it's the big grabs. Yeah, the big grabs. Big grabs. But ended right. up having like a chat that. to uh, these lovely people. Um, Brock Purdy's parents, uh, Tammy, and name escapes me actually, which is pretty bad. Um, definitely. Oh, but you're going to that, you're going to that Thanksgiving dinner. You're going to have to remember yep. his name. Yeah, got invited to Thanksgiving dinner, so uh, you know, head back down to the states. Maybe take the the Wilsons down as well. But um, they were super friendly. The whole section we were in with, with the families and friends was just in such a good good happy vibe particularly you know once i think we're up three tuds uh, and you know we just knew it was over um people moving around made a lot even of the cowboys fans were <laughs> yeah. dealing with it <laughs> i was high-fiving a uh, cowboys fan behind me uh to her husband's um uh yeah, discontent but uh she couldn't i was talking to annie about it. just the reflex action of just giving the high five back um it was very funny so that was awesome, and and uh, I put this picture in there just because it's fucking cool. Um, shout, throwback to 1994 NFC Championship game. He got fined for this, but you know he actually did this celebration on the rushing touchdown. He didn't even do it uh, for his three. I think he did it after CMC snuck in there, and um, again that was down our end. So you know, seeing seeing history, Bill. Um, yeah, I write that. Write that. I love it a lot. It was a coincidence. I don't, I don't, yeah, we, no one will know how it got into his bag, but it did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. No planning there by George. And then we have one last clip we're going to play. Um, being in the podcast space and, and, and with the work I do, you know, across a lot of sports podcasts at the moment and been watching these guys on the Caps Off podcast, they do a really good job. They specifically NFL um, daily, daily content. It's really cool. And, uh, after the the Niners um, uh, sponsored our entry, we um, uh, ran into these. I just saw these two guys walking on the, the the concourse, and I was like, "Fuck! I reckon these guys are in a podcast." And sort of, you know, ran away from Billy a little bit, which I did a few times later in the evening, um, and just saw their faces and just went up to him. I was like, "You guys." you guys do that podcast day eh, with the four boys and they like looked at us like yeah and i'm like hey yeah no we're from australia like i you know absolutely love your stuff i think it's awesome and uh their reaction bill the video here is not going to explain their reaction but the the smaller guy in the dallas thing literally celebrated and like jumped on the spot like it was all they were super stoked that that we said g'day they thought they thought that they celebrated like they had a tutty yeah so I tuned in and uh, it was cool because they actually said and I'll play it here that it was kind of their like favorite part of their their trip so I'll just bring this up here thing actually that happened yesterday though is we like as soon as we get into the stadium we're like walking on the concourse going to our seats these Australian dudes come up to us like like hey mate you either one with the podcast and we're like yeah, yeah. We're, like, we're, like, we, we're from Australia we watch you guys all the time big fans mate and we're like fuck yeah dude like shout you're out sick. Australia Australia oh. all right there's, that's there's, unreal he says Australia in such a weird way but 
No, that was awesome. I, and, you know, they actually met their... I, I shared it on uh, on Instagram. They messaged me this morning. Um, actually going to try and work with them somehow. Maybe we get some collab, Bill, and we get a little bit more cloud. Our, our, our last reel uh, popping off, Bill. There's some there's some momentum. Yeah. What do we get? We're getting close to 3K. Yeah. And, uh, cool. you know, when, when, you, when your equation is that you're getting um, more likes than... Uh, than uh, followers uh you're doing well i think i think so um okay well yeah shout out niners i love you i am not ready to be heard again but um god you're just amazing so let's 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 park back there when's the uh first loss coming <sighs> that's a good question that's trending um oh look you don't want to go 17 and 0 that's just scary perfect world actually is we don't drop a game until we play the Rams um, and then we can just rest players and lose that game so we don't have a perfect record because if we do that we would have beaten the Eagles which means we would have the number one seed uh, realistically though um, if Deshaun was playing this weekend I feel like it would be a danger game just because it's in Cleveland but uh, I think we'll drop one of the Seahawks um, just because we didn't last year and typically that's just how it happens with that rivalry it's but usually the way i um, remember like yeah 2013 14 you'd mm. always steal one with no one on your team and i wouldn't I'd, honestly if we don't lose any other games uh, if we lose to the eagles but it's close and it's in philly like i almost feel like that's okay because then it really gives you that like motivation factor i was listening to the guys on the podcast that we saw and and he was saying it last week on the podcast he's like well whoever loses this game between dallas and the niners will win in the playoffs but then he said this week is like not when you get beaten by that, like not when like you just get <laughs> rolled. It's not the same feeling. So, um, that's, uh, yeah, that's a um, it's hard to come back from that. I don't know. I like, just thinking back to our basketball days. If we we always, you always have that belief if you lose by a little bit, but yeah. um, getting spanked by that much, that's like you're you're in a different league. It was interesting the uh, Micah Parsons thing was like Kittle. Oh, he wore a fuck Dallas tee. He's made it personal. It's like, dude, you just got absolutely wrecked. Yeah. It should be personal. It should be personal already, dude. Like, well, fuck. just the history too. Like, obviously, I've been heavily involved in Niners history with the the work I did with with Joe and stuff, and looking at the documentaries. But like that, it was a huge rivalry. Like back in the eighties and nineties, like Joe, uh, <laughs> Joe's led Niners and Dallas. It was huge. So. You know, it, it's kind of cool. There's history there. It, it's like Collingwood Carlton back home. Like, you know, Carlton have been yeah. shit for a long time up until recently, but it's still it's still a thing. And when both teams are good, it just takes it up it takes it up a notch. So, um, uh, what yeah. do you? Okay, like turn it back. Who do you think? Well, who do you think we're going to lose to? And who do you think? What do you think our record is going to be after 17 games? Uh, probably it'll be 15 and 2 because you'll drop one to the Seahawks at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and then uh, you'll throw the last game to rest people against the Rams I'll happily um, trade in a Niners Thanksgiving loss for a Super Bowl <laughs> bill I'll happily I will I will hey. support you <laughs> the whole time I don't mind oh. uh, so Shaolin is uh, on the chat again so Niners fan no sorry not a Niners fan a Bills fan but um he uh, he says no shot the Niners beat Philly, so uh, interesting take. Interesting take. 
I don't know if uh, yeah. COVID's kicked off again in China, Shaolin, but you sound a bit unwell. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's silly. Yeah. But uh, I'll, uh, I'll take my Thanksgiving win. I'll trade that in for a turkey. Okay, that's fair. I think good trades all around. We're in big trade form. So, But let's talk about the Seahawks a little bit more. It wasn't initially on the agenda, but I just saw something pre, pre-episode. pre um, Huge game. Bengals uh, look to bounce back a little bit. You guys, 3-1, and one, and absolutely steamrolled um, the Giants, plus locked in your jersey that you, you'd be getting at the game. Um, that is right, yep. DK Metcalf's come out in an interview and said, in a presser, and said that uh, Witherspoon's got Jamar covered, like, no worries. And then Jamar Chase retweeted <laughs> that interview, which I think is a cheeky play. So interested to hear your thoughts on, on the game and also just the Seahawks in general, you know, 3-1. Um, huge. If they go to four and one against this team, that's pretty big. Looking good. I, I think they get it done this week. Um, I kind of like it. I just started watching the 2013 uh, Seahawks. It's called the Season of Boom Doco for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, something similar happened. It was Richard Sherman. So I feel like you know you gotta you gotta have belief in yourself and you gotta be a baller. But it's given it's coming from DK. It's a little little interesting, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think back in 20... No, it must have been... Not 2013, but I think it was Richard's first or second year. I think he'd come out and he was like, I'm shutting down AJ Green this week. And I think one of the older boys, like Curse or someone, went to him and was like, you know, if you do it this week, you've got to keep doing it every week. And then he was like, I know, I know, I got this. And then turns out to be one of the <laughs> one of the all-time greats. Um, yeah. So, yeah, ho- hopefully with a spoon. Um, better than without a spoon. So... <laughs> We'll take it. Always better, Reese with a spoon. Shout out Reese, legally blonde. Um, yeah, this is not. This is not gonna. You know, sometimes you just wonder like how people are. Like, do you wonder how Cameron Diaz is doing? Like, you know, I wonder what. Yeah, I hope she's well. Yeah, I hope she's okay. Um, anyway, um, you've got some baseball updates for us, Bill. What's going on? I heard there's uh, some Dodgers. Um, Dodgers being Dodgers, um, Blue Dodgers being... getting, yeah, Dodgers getting uh, swept um, by the D-backs. The D-backs, I, it's good to hear. Good to hear some good things coming out of Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it looks like, yeah, uh, who's it? Philly still rolling. Bryce Harper, he. Mm. I don't know. That very good at baseball. There's a um, stare down thing I saw. I'm not across baseball, but do you know what's going on? Yeah. I just I I don't know if there's some little bit of beef, but anyway, he he piped the guy for a homer and then stares him down and he's as he's as he's doing the trot. So yeah, I like <laughs> I don't know. it. I like it. I like the energy. Bit of moxie um, is always good, Bill. That's right. That's right. I know. Now I'm just uh, I can't remember who the next matchups are now, but yeah. So what do we got? We've got here. We go. Just need to click here. I also while you look at so, that, I heard that if yeah. uh, whoever beats the Brewers or something, it goes through to the the conference finals. You did finals. say that. And you I think... Tell, who, who beat the Brewers? The D-backs. The D-backs. Anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, I yeah. remember I was going to bring that up. I remember you telling me that last weekend. So, let's roll with that. Mm-hmm. Roll with the D-backs. So, what do we got? The the Diamondbacks will play either Philly or the Braves. So, and Philly lead 2-1. Yep. Next game's on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Rangers, Astro, Texas. Texas showdown. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'll go 
go Rangers. Yeah, um, fucking, so. I'm sick of the Astros, man. They they cheated yeah. and they're still up there. They won another title, didn't they? Didn't they fucking win the whole thing again? Pretty um, sure, yeah. So, which isn't fun. I you cheat. I don't like it. You like give up a few draft picks, but you just still spend cash and win. <laughs> Although I should probably like sit in that and analyze myself a little bit because like the Patriots cheated, but I still fucking love Tom. Yeah, but Tom didn't cheat. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Shaolin throwing some, some, some uh, shit at you. So Dodgers almost as overhyped as the Niners. Um, Mate, have you seen the Dodgers have made the playoffs fucking 15 years in a row or something for for one thing? Shaolin, this is this is becoming personal. Uh, I tried to review beers for you, so let's just remember that. Um, to remember my DBT here and just regulate a little bit. Yeah. Shaolin just hit you with the Brendan Popola pressure point. <laughs> He's just pressure. <laughs> Steven Scal. He's, He's um, just Steven Seagal pressure pointed you. I like it. So I do have I like it, it on. I have it on in front of me, but uh, it kind of honestly crept up out of nowhere and it's hilarious and just says a lot about the league and the presence, I think, uh, in America in particular. But um, the NHL started last night, Bill. <laughs> yeah, season. I know. I... I feel like I've been diving so deep into football and NFL college with Bill's bets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've kind of forgotten that the the crack are getting up and about soon and season's starting. So let's go. Um, well, started two nights ago, actually. I forgot. But uh, just watching, yeah. watching my Rangers, New York Rangers, up 2-0 against Buffalo, playing away to start the, start the season. They almost made the playoffs last year. Good young side. Be a great start to the season. We're definitely a cup contender. You guys definitely shocked the league a little bit. Got spanked by Vegas, but Vegas will do that to start the season. Um, tell us about your jersey. Tell us about what's happening, Kraken wise this year. Uh, hopefully, Shane Wright. Um, I don't know. <laughs> proves to be a top draft pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Other than that, um, we're looking. I don't know. We didn't make too many off-season moves. No. Um, we picked up... Oh, his name's escaping me right now. That pissed me off. Neither did the Rangers, actually. Pretty similar. We picked up We picked up Kyler Yamamoto. That's right. So we picked him oh, up. Oh, yeah. From the... Um, that's not bad. Yeah. So I like that because he's from Spokane, Washington. So pick up the local boy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Looking at our lineup, it's a lot of the same guys. Um, yeah, a lot of the same guys. Now we got we got Cartier who came in during the playoffs and scored a few goals when McCann got knocked out. Oh, yeah, that's that young guy, him. that young guy that came yeah. in. This, yeah, 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 yeah. And you've so got, now uh, we got both and, and you've got Buddy on your Buddy on your back. Let's let's be real about that's who the right, star mate. is. Here we go. The yeah. star is Maddie Beniers. <laughs> um, so we picked him. I don't. We went to a game. Yeah, it would have been probably about the first couple of games of the season last year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yep, Matty Beneers, he's he's the guy. I like him. I'm buying his jersey. So we go in, we go into the uh, into the pro shop and we're like, yep, uh, I'll just grab one of these. I think I looked at the price on the wall. It was like maybe 80, 90 bucks. And I was like, that's good. Uh, go to check out. And then they're like, yeah, that's like 300 and something dollars. And I'm like, I've grabbed the wrong one, but I'm committed to Matty. So... <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> yeah, um, couple couple beers had been consumed. Um, yeah, you know, good spirits. And Maddie went on a tear last year. So I mean, you know what? You know, if yeah. you ever you, you've got it a is. 
you've got a high quality enough jersey if you ever get a call up you can just skate out there you're ready to go I, I'm ready so I think I can't remember yeah he'll be a 100 point player this year so mm. I um, hope so hope let's so. go um, um, I like it I you know, a bit more NHL talk give it give it its due big Rangers fan uh, Rangers in the toughest division in the league uh the Devils and Canes and Rangers are all in the top seven or eight favorites for the Stanley Cup, uh, and they're all in the same div. Um, so I think it's the Metro. Can't remember. Um, so it's going to be like, yeah, whoever gets out of that is primed to uh, not just win the conference but to win the cup. Vegas will, will be around. I think Colorado bounce back. Um, my hockey knowledge was very much amplified and increased by doing fantasy hockey for a couple of years. It's given that I came from zero knowledge. Um, big Panarin fan, Artemi. Wish he could learn how to play defense, but fuck what he can do with that puck special. Big Adam Fox fan. I think in the next 12 months to get a proper Rangers home jersey, like they're just so clean and, and like sexy, the big... Crisp. Oh, they're like, crisp. Yeah, one of, the, one of the most recognizable jerseys across sports, I think. Um, Up but, there with the Niners. Yeah, I mean, we just like just yeah, just simple jerseys do it for me. You know? I'm a simple man. I don't need all that pizzazz. Although I do fucking love the Seahawks. Um, what are they? Yeah, uh, green. Yeah. The green. What do they call it? I can't remember. But you do love the Kraken too. You I do love the that. Kraken. Good. I love the blue. The that blue is just crispy. Um, it is. I'm getting too dis- too distracted by the game. Okay, uh, I've got to. I'm gonna whip this out. Um, NBA is starting soon. Well, that's what's funny about the hockey. We were like, yeah, we got plenty of time to talk hockey and basketball, and all of a sudden, six weeks of football and forgot. So I think basketball starts within a couple weeks. So we probably should do some proper review stuff maybe next week. Yeah, next week, definitely. uh, Some hockey odds as well. But I got the GM survey in front of me, and it's very long. There's a lot of stuff in there to go through, but... um, I'll say the category, you tell me if we should run through it or not, and then we'll run through it, okay? Big basketball show here. Okay. Do you want us to talk about who will win the MVP? Mm, yeah. Okay. Let's let's do it. Quick one. So the GMs have, I won't go to the percentages, but the order is Jokic, Giannis, Tatum, Luka. It's the top four. Yeah. Seems pretty reasonable. Seems pretty reasonable. Um, um, who else? Uh, uh, yeah, SGA maybe. Well, but I was about to say there's long, eight, long shot. eight people got votes, and SGA is one of those. Out of all the players in the NBA, SGA did get some votes, which I think is awesome. I did see a stat that like a lot of current NBA players that have won the MVP, like Giannis. Um, and I think even Jokic and Curry all won their MVP first ones in their sixth sixth year, and this is Luca's sixth year. So interesting. Uh, next question: You say yay or nay? If we were starting a franchise today, which player would would we start with? Uh, like, can we? Does it have to be a current young player? You got to say. Or you, this is. We should have set the scene. You say yes or no for me for us talking about it, and I either read uh, it. Yes. 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 Okay. Sorry. Yes. Yes. No. We won't go percentages. We'll just go the the top ones. We got so Jokic over Weminyama, Giannis, 
Luca, Anthony Edwards. That's the top five. Uh, I'll take a flyer at Wemby. You take um, Wemby over Jokic right now? No, probably not. Actually, you take well, you take Joker. I well, if it could be I if it, if we took it back to the start, I'd be taking Steph Curry as a rookie again. But no, no, right that's now not one, that's not one of the options. You're, so, okay, yeah, here you go. Could, no, let's Joker. let's put it like this way. So Seattle gets a team back, and they get to pick any player in the NBA. Yeah, it's Joker. You take Joker. I'm taking Joker. I just yeah, because it's tough, right? You just don't know. You don't know know about Wemby. Like you think you know, but you don't know. Um, I'm, no. ta- I'm taking Luca personally. Um, yeah, younger, go, just as much, just as much talent, maybe even more, more upside. That's my opinion. Um, which player forces coaches to make the most adjustment adjustments? Yes, Steph Curry, number one, Joker, Giannis, Luca, Embiid. So that's. Pretty cool. Steph wasn't in the MVP votes at all, which actually looks... I've questioned that a little bit. But yeah, number one on making adjustments, which is interesting. I guess he changed the entire game, so he probably changes game to game for coaches. Yeah. Who who was... was where was Joker in that Second. List? He's second. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And Steph, yeah. and, Steph I- and Jokic have a big gap to third, which is like Giannis. Like, those are the top two. Apparently. That doesn't surprise me because, like Giannis Embiid, you can just kind of, you can clog the paint on them. Yeah. So less adjustments makes sense. It's interesting. I feel like that one's like a really important, like, like that's a cool thing to to have to say about you. Um, which player likely yeah. to have the breakout season this season? Again, SGA breakout again. But yeah, yes, let's go. Yes. Um, SGA is not on the list because he is lids are off. <laughs> Lids are off. Lids are already off. I SGA. feel like the lids have another level. No, no, no. Lids are off. Lids are off. Uh, it's pretty close. Uh, Anthony Edwards, Kate Cunningham, France, France Wagner, Paolo uh, Banchero, and then Tyrese Maxey are the top top five. Who was second again, sorry? Kate Cunningham, Detroit number one pick. Uh, uh, I feel like I didn't see enough of him. He's been hurt too much. Hmm. I, I, uh, I have not seen anything of... Detroit or or Orlando for years. No, I'm I'm going Paolo Bancaro, Seattle boy. Um, he's he looked pretty good as a rookie, mm. and he's looked pretty nice in the preseason. Looks like he's trimmed down a little, looking fit. So I didn't watch enough of the World Cup. Obviously, Germany won. Do you think that's a direct result with Franz being up there? He must have played well or something. Did he even play? I don't uh, know. I think he played more than his brother, but I think he's just better than Mo. Right. I think Germany was probably more so Schroeder and their older Wiley bets. Right. Okay. From what I from what I saw, but could be wrong. The next five are like, who's the best at the position? So point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. Oh, yeah. I made a list for this, so yes. You've got a list? I've got my list. As in, you made your own list for these positions? Yeah, I've got my own list of, I guess, each... Oh, well, that's awesome. Pick a position. Okay, let's compare the pair. You tell me yeah. your list, and then I'll tell you what the GMs, who might maybe know as much as you do, I'd say a little bit less. Do we Do we go... Saturday, do we go point guard, shooting guard, and then do I name my five, or do I just name one of each position? Uh, I'd say name all five for each position. So you tell me your right, your your, your top five point guards you think in the NBA, and then I will tell you what the league says. All right. So 
Point guards, I'm going Steph, SGA, Lillard, Murray, and Halliburton. Wow. Well, this is where it's confusing because they've put this guy, the second place guy, in two categories. So, but they've He's gone. Yeah, they put they've put Luca <laughs> yeah. in there. Um, yeah. But that's okay. They've gone Steph, Luca, SGA, Lillard. So if you were to remove Luca from that category, that's pretty fucking similar. And then you added Halliburton, which I think is a is a wily call. I also think maybe that that call will be right at the end of the year, and not many people would think now, which is I think is interesting. Yeah, that okay. was my thing. I was like, because Luca could be, you know, well, shooting just to forward, just to so. qualify that they've put Luca in both categories, which is funny that he's high in both, and then they've put Steph in both categories, and he's high in both. So. Gotcha. Um, interesting. Anyway, give me okay, give me your sh- shooting guards. It's Booker, Edwards, Mitchell, Bill, and Brown. So I've thrown Jalen Brown in there. He's one of those forwards, but Mitchell, hey, thrown him in. Beal, and Brown. Interesting. Okay, so they have Booker, Curry, Doncic, Edwards, SGA, uh, Butler, Tatum. So they've yeah. put Butler in the shooting guard. He's not in small forward so they definitely put him in there and that's as, as high as they're putting him um, SGA interesting getting votes in both that's a lot of respect for SGA I really appreciate that um, yeah I like that Booker number one I think that's pretty pretty reasonable I do put Luca in the point guard category to be honest um, yeah I yeah I was throwing up point guard or small forward but well, Mitchell's yeah. interesting I think Mitchell deserves some respect um, I don't think Jalen Brown deserves to be in these conversations. He can't dribble. With, he can't dribble with his left hand. I know, but I was just trying to round out a five. Okay, okay, that's fair. <laughs> okay. So, uh, all right, small forward. Luca, Tatum, KD, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi. So. Uh, they've gone Tatum, Durant, Luca. Luca is top three in three position. <laughs> <laughs> Tatum. I told you, Luke is going to win MVP. Tatum, Durant, Don Kitch, some guy's name I don't actually recognize, um, and Kwai. Who is, who is it? Uh, I don't know. Just so yeah, seems like a guy that has a weak... Might be, might be Paul George, but yeah, anyway, move uh, on. Power, power forward. He does play in LA, but I just think he... Yeah, that was Paul George. I was like, um... Nah. I think, yeah, nah, Tatum... I, I could not... I Even though Paul George... No, I couldn't pick him over Kawhi. No way. Oh, let's go. Rangers up 3-0. The boys are on early. Buffalo, fourth highest scoring team in the league last year. Currently held scoreless. Igor Shosturkin will win the Vesna Trophy again this year. Just shout out there. Okay. Um, Power forward voting is hilarious. So give me your top. That was a tricky position. Um, But yeah, I've gone... Well, before you say anything, there's only two people that received votes for this position. And it looks like the second place actually only got one vote. So suggests that 31 out of 32 picked the same person and then one other person got a vote. So give me your... That's huge. I've gone gone Giannis, Sabonis, Siakam, Makanen, and Bancaro. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, it's Giannis, 97%, Durant, 3%. So, the, the, Kevin's got a vote. Because um, he was in small forward, too. So, yes. that's interesting. Name your others again. I feel like it's interesting to talk about the others. Here. Giannis, Sabonis, Siakam, McCannan, and Ben Garrett. Laurie's just back from um, uh, military duty, so I'm sure he's even going to be fucking harder now. 
Siakam, that's a stretch. Sorry, Canadian people. But Sabonis is great. I think that that's a great call. Interesting that uh, now that you mention him, um, d- is Fox not getting enough recognition? He... I thought I thought about Fox, but when I was trying to pick a top five, he didn't make it. I uh, could probably, if he was, if it's shooting guard, I'd swap Jalen Brown out for Fox. I would put Fox over Halliburton now, and I probably think at the end of the year now that I think about it. Um, Let's record that. Let's see. Okay, clip it. Clip it. Christian, clip, clip it. it. Um, center, go for it. There's only... I oh, know three people got votes here. But yeah, go. Yeah, me. this was a tricky one too. Um, Jokic, Embiid, Bam, Aiton, and AD. I've gone. Bam. Like Bam. Uh, three people got votes. Jokic, 93%. And then uh, Anthony Davis and... MB got a vote each too. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. AD is just, uh, yeah, soft as butter on a summer day. I could not. <laughs> he had to be. He had to be fifth in my centers. Um, overall, overall vote percentage: Giannis nineteen point three percent, Jokic eighteen point seven, Steph fourteen point seven, Booker twelve point seven, and Luca and Tatum on ten. It's funny that. Um, How do that? Is this the? I didn't see the goal, but I'd love to see it. Panarin, oh baby, Panarin, let's go. Oh, Panera bread, let's go. Let's go. This guy, uh, oh, my homes. Sorry, not in my homes. Uh, Chiefs uh, field goal. Oh yeah, Which, there's an effort. Thanks, Shaolin's finest for keeping us updated. Kraken Predators, uh, still uh, Neil okay. Predators. That's a terrible team name. Anyway. Okay, quick fire, yes or no, to talk about it or not. All right. And if you say yes, we'll just say the top team. Uh, which team made the best overall moves this offseason? Bucks. Uh, yes, sir. Yes. Actually, why don't you just guess, and I'll, and I'll read out the top ones. Uh, uh, yes, Bucks and Celtics tied top, 23%, yep. followed by Portland. Which one-player acquisition will make the biggest impact? Uh, Drew Holiday at the Celtics. Drew second at thirteen percent, and Damian Lillard first at forty-seven percent. Yeah, fair. What was the most? What was the most underrated acquisition? Oh, uh, 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 Brogdon to the Blazers. Brogdon, Brogdon, Brogdon is. Not mentioned. Brogdon was the number one last year at 28%, but this year we have Marcus Smart to Memphis and then Grant Williams to Dallas. Interesting. I guess they need someone to play well. Mm-hmm. Jar is probably suspended. I think he is. I've forgotten about that. I've given up. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Rose is going to look after him. Um, which team will improve the most? Uh, San Antonio Spurs. That's low hanging fruit. <laughs> Didn't even get any votes. Um, not one. Uh-huh. Uh, OKC number one, then Houston. So you got to be pumped with that. Yeah, I would have went OKC, but I thought, yeah, they were decent last year, and Spurs. I don't. Yeah. They're saying Either then or. that's a pretty cool thing because you guys were pretty good, and then they're saying you're still gonna pop off. So that's pretty impressive. 
Um, yeah, all right. that's looking good. Let's go through this. Who will win Rookie of the Year? Uh, Wembenyana. Yep, he's number one in front of Scoot. Who will be the best player in five years? Chet Holmgren. Uh, he is second, Wembenyana first. Ooh. Which rookie yeah, will be the biggest steal and where he's drafted? This will test your basketball knowledge. Uh, probably Scoot. He's tied second. Cam Whitmore to Houston is the number one there. Um, Whitmore. Who is that? This is obvious. Best international player. Uh, Wemby. Jokic. Come on, man. Oh, sorry. I thought, yeah, I thought, we, were, I thought we were still on uh, rookies. But yeah. This, this is a deep basketball knowledge one. Best international player, so non-American, that's not currently playing in the NBA. Oh, I don't know. Goran Dragic. Too hard. Nikola Mirotic used to play for the Bulls. Um, oh, that guy. What is he doing? Barcelona still? He's playing basketball. Um, who's the best defensive player in the NBA? Jimmy Butler. Giannis. Uh, who is the best perimeter defender in the NBA? Drew Holiday. Correct. Who is the best interior defender in the NBA? Giannis. Uh, he's on there. Jared Jackson Jr. Brooke. is number yeah, one. No, I'd be taking Giannis. Who is the most versatile defender? Giannis. Yep. Who's the best defensive team? Bucks. Boston. Bucks are third. Who's the best coach in the NBA? Mm. Uh, Steve Kerr. He's third. Eric Spolstra, which I agree with. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about Eric. Yeah. These, these questions are getting a bit <clears throat> in the weeds. Just seeing if there's anything interesting. Who has the best home court advantage? That's interesting. Miami Heat or Boston Celtics? It is the Denver Nuggets. Which team's level of success is the hardest to predict this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, the LA Lakers or LA Clippers? Clippers are fourth. 76ers are number one. This is a question specifically targeted at you because the percentage is so high. Which team has the most promising young core? Oklahoma City. Correct. I think that's a good note to finish on. It's a lot of basketball talk, but I don't know. It is a lot of one. I know Shaolin's thrown out a a wild card question. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you guys think Denver should handle the retirement of the number 15? Um... Tough one with Melo and Jokic. Uh, Melo didn't win shit, um, so pretty easy yeah. for me. And and like if you just like he just put up a lot of stats. He put up just a lot of stats in New York as well. It's not like a lot of buckets. It's not like he put them yeah. all up in Denver. Um, did they even make a conference final? I'm pretty sure they did. Did they? Um, pretty sure. Let's check that. I don't think so. This is a good fact check. 2009. They did. Is that in his... No, it's not his second. Was Alan Iverson there? 
Uh, I have a, I don't know. This is I'm deep in there. Go deep. Go deep. Give shout. No, it, it was uh, after Iverson. It was Chauncey Billups' time. Oh, right. So this was Mellow Billups, Jr. Kenyon Martin, Nene, Chris Anderson times, nice. and they they assume that they got beaten by Kobe Gasol, Ariza Odom, yeah. that team, That's Bynum. Great. Yeah, that would yeah. have been. Fair enough. That would have been when they lost to the Celtics in the finals. I think. Yeah, I know. Anyway, anyway, good question. Good question, Shaolin. You're back in my good book. I might have been. Anyway, it was either the year they lost or the year the Lakers won. Just don't <laughs> dish up that Niners rubbish. Uh, last thing before we talk about beer and some bets and stuff. Um, marathon world record. Just a quick rundown on what you saw here. Pretty ridiculous. Yeah, so what we got? Yeah, Kelvin Kipton's uh, marathon record. Um I know, good friend, good friend Matty Claxton, who's on the stream from the UK at all hours of the night. Let me know this one. But essentially, so his record, uh, it's essentially running 100 meters in 15 seconds and repeating it 420 times. That's insane. That's fucked. <laughs> like, what's the world that record? Is... What's the world record for the 100 meters? Uh, what is it, like, point? Nine? Nine something? Nine. You're saying 9.58. 9. So, this guy... Yeah. And what's I the... reckon if I tried my hardest, I'd probably be 15 seconds, right? You, no, yeah, for sure. Uh, you would, but you, yeah. you have to run. Like, run. Oh, yeah, that's like, that's hurling. And then having to do that over and over. I think... Uh, I don't know. I, I, maybe we're underestimating how far you can get in a couple seconds, but like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of my fastest what I could have run. I used to do athletics. Anyway, either way, doing that 420 times is insane. Like, that is a... If there were seven wonders of the human body world, like, that, that is an incredible... That'll be interesting. So, Kelvin, he's only 23 years old, so... Uh, I don't know. They say your, like, cardiovascular ability gets older as you get, I guess, into your 30s, so... It's better. Yeah. Right. One to watch. Wow. Let's see. Anyway, still unreal. Jesus. Um, shout out, Kelvin. Uh, cheers to you, Kelvin. Then we'll talk about beers. Um, good job, Kelvin. Well done, buddy. Nice job. I'm actually... Um, it's ironic given the name of it. Um, I'm drinking a Athletic Brewing Run Wild IPA with uh, 0% alcohol given the weekend that we... Uh, that we just had uh thought it would be good just yeah. to, to take a load off um but little, uh, detox um Looks... i like that that's why i've uh, i've gone the cause banquet um <laughs> it's a classic it's, it's still a deep at five percent it's still a detox from last weekend yes so yes. um hey it's a good beer it's crisp it's malty mm. and it's in a karate kid and <laughs> The spin-off. What's the recent spin-off called? Cobra Car. It's in Cobra Car. I'll give Athletic Brewing a shout-out, though. This is probably the best non-alcoholic beer I've had because it, it is an IPA, and we, we know we're friends. IPAs are friends of the program. Um, but it actually does taste like an IPA, uh, you know, a little bit little bit juicy, a little bit hoppy, but it's, you know, 0%. So 
yeah. If you gave it, if you gave it to me, would I have picked it or been like, "What's going on?" Nah, I wouldn't. Um, and it's only yeah, six. I've seen athletic brewing pop up around, so I'm gonna have to try one for when I'm they? detoxing they're next time. Here. Yeah, they're here. They're downtown, maybe. I don't know. Um, downtown would be weird. Six grams of sugar, though. Usually with the non-alcoholics, they just fucking jam them full of sugar, so they taste like something decent. But um. Yeah, got to do that sometimes. Okay, Buffalo has scraped one back, 3-1, nearly end of the second, so... Oh, oh, you're in trouble, mate. And they're about to go on the power play, so... Although, there's 36 seconds left, and I always find that if you're going to give away a penalty, the best time to do it is across the intermission break because it throws their uh, flow off. So let's see. Hey, well, that's, that's the one, one graph with hockey is how you could essentially go cook a barbecue come back and it's still intermission um let's speed that up to like a 10 minute break hey nhl well it's that'd a, be nice i mean i've never played i can't even skate but like from that like obviously that you for those that know shifts shift times are you know 60 seconds 90 seconds is is there they start putting the clock up that you're out there for ages so it is pretty taxing like skating seems really hard it's physical like they they go um so, I mean, it yeah, makes they're going hard for they have a break. I mean, playoffs, know. I still love the playoffs, man. It's very Australian rules footy style of playoffs, like extra periods until someone wins. Like, what was it even last year or something or the year before? It was like seven periods or something. Like, it's just insane. Um, yeah, I can't remember what game that was, but that was that was unreal. Um, it just kept going and going, and it's intense. Love to watch it. It's good. Oh, yeah, it's great. Got a, it's great to watch. Just got a few tickets to upcoming cracking games. Good so. to be live. Yeah, uh, Matt Clack, so if you're awake, we'll, I'll come to a game with you, buddy. We'll we'll get into it. We'll buy, you can buy us a jersey, or we'll teach you a little trick that we know. Um, <clears throat> fantasy wise, we both had losses. Didn't get the graphics beforehand. Um, and I'm playing, yeah, Devante didn't come through for you. Did not come through. Uh, I'm playing Pritchard this week. Number one predicted to lose. It could be. Our, our streak could be uh, could be in jeopardy here, Bill. There's a couple of good teams this year. I called Dolts being a good team at the start of the year. Pritchard's definitely um, done a lot of great waiver wire work after auto drafting, so he's um, he's in good shape. If he knocks me off this week, he's uh, he's definitely solidifying top top spot there. Um, I think if I don't get a win, I'm in real trouble. I'll be one and five. Who are you playing? So I have got the Cleveland Masseurs, so I'm playing Will. <coughs> Danger games. Danger games. Well, we'll keep keep everyone posted um, with that, but uh, we are topping the cash league, Bill. Quarter of a million. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Quarter of a million bucks, top of the cash league. Yeah. What do we got? We're halfway, I think, in the league part of it. So mm-hmm. I think week 12, uh, the top two teams then go into like another breakout for, I think, two weeks, and it just, you know, brackets into quarter million bucks and uh, I think we get flown to Vegas or something. So Do we redraft go. each time? How does it work? Nah, we keep the same team um, and just roll through to end of the regular season. But we might be playing against teams that have same players. I feel like that's not really fair because like, you could have joined the league and like the drafters could have been shit and you just end up with a stacked team. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is... I guess, yeah. Wonder how they monitor that. Anyway, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, no redraft. But uh, you roll with the same team and just keep stacking the points. So. 
Uh, well, it's time. It's time for everyone's favourite segment. Um, Bills. A lot of traction out there on the socials and in the community around around your your betting. Um, it's bad, so I know we put a kid through private school. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got? You got some graphics. I know Shaolin's just asked uh, Jets over or under five wins. Um, I I'm gonna go over. Um, uh, if they don't make a trade under under you reckon that defense and Zaki can't cover them <clears throat> what are they two and three they're in the hardest one of the hardest divisions so they have to play the Bills again they have to play Miami twice they have to play or well, the Patriots they beat I guess but who knows what will happen there um, I think they get five they're going to beat the Giants the Raiders and the Commanders so yeah uh, then, then Patriots uh January 7th. Okay. If it is if it is fun. over, it's not going to be much more than six. Put it that way. I wouldn't like. No. Yeah. If the line's four point five, I'm taking it. Yeah, not yeah, five. yeah. Maybe not five point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, that's a good answer. Um, before I put the bets up, you know, let's clarify. Thursday nights haven't been our thing. You've been taking too many risks on college football. Um, you've been hitting yep. on NFL. Okay, that's that's your slot right now. You know that basketball is is your real money, and that's coming up soon. But let's let's, let's take a deep breath, and you know we're, we're still we're still kicking at seventy ish for NFL. So let's have a look at what you got this week. Um, I like the anytime yep. Tuddy combos. Run us through run us through what you've got here. Yeah, uh, it's a tough it's a tough game. So when we're like betting on these lines or anything at you know around the like. Dollar ninety, the minus one ten mark. It's mm-hmm. like a you're essentially betting at like a fifty five to sixty percent probability. Mm. So it's like, you know, some weeks you're going to hit, some weeks you're not. But I feel like people should know how leaner margins we are playing with, and we're playing with numbers and Vegas. Mm-hmm. So that's always fun. Um, yeah, Chiefs. Uh, taking them neg 10 and they've started slow let's have a look let me just bring up the scores quickly that's right they're up three plenty of time for tutties because uh, Kelsey's got one coming soon um, so they got they've got the Broncos at home uh, and they're currently up they've kicked the field goal uh, I don't know it just looks like a typical shitty Thursday night football yeah um, and yeah so we're taking we oh, yeah Taking the, got the jet, uh, sorry, the Chiefs, and then the Seahawks taking plus three. They've got to go into Cincinnati. Um, and I know, yeah, DK's talked up uh, with a spoon, so the boys are going to have to back that up now. Mm. Um, You're away for that game. I don't like that. I thought you were at home for some reason. Nah, we're away. Um, so I'm going to take the the food girl points on mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got the Lions who are <laughs> this is funny uh, I had to say obviously we're, we're heading into basketball season and then Lions play the Buccaneers but I spelled Bucks the basketball way um, not not on the graphic but in my own notes <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah we got Lions I'm taking Lions by a field goal against the Bucks I know the Bucks have looked pretty good and um, Mayfield just took the boys to the Bahamas or some shit yeah he's but, he's the lines are rolling and um, they're building something there, I feel. Okay. Which would be great for Detroit. 
you going to say something? Uh, nope, I'm actually just getting the games up so I can um, contribute here. Uh, so you know know what's going on. The Vikings um, to beat the Bears. I, you know what, Bill? You nervous about that one? I think without JJ and with what Justin's doing, he's got some moxie back. I just, I, I think, I think the Bears get it. That's just my opinion. Um, they might. But, they might. Yeah. Um, I think that's a dangerous one. That's my red flag. I'm going to pick a red flag each is. week. That's my red. That's my red flag. Yeah, agree. That is a red flag. At a dollar seventy, it's it's in that mid range. So is it worth it? Is it not worth <laughs> it? But um, yeah. Uh, it's a half. It's a tough one. I feel like you'd love the Vikings to lose because you want Kirk to go to the Jets and win a Super Bowl. Well, so. I mean, our, our clip, our clip <laughs> um, wants it actually. Not the winner Super Bowl because that the Niners are winning that. Yeah, um, sorry, that's correct. But then we've got uh, so then I am taking the Niners. So I got three and a half uh, earlier in the week. Probably won't get that now at a dollar sixty minus one sixty seven. Um, and then so yeah, against the Browns with no Deshaun, um, we're taking that. I think the line's blown out to like seven now. Yeah, but probably. If Deshaun's probably, not playing. It could get ugly. I'd probably even. Uh, I'd probably. I know, like the Browns' defense is really good, so that's what you know might be keeping it in check. But I think remember, they remember when people okay. said that Dallas had a good defense. Exactly. Uh, that offense is elite. So good luck. Are you Tuddy in that game? <laughs> um, and then Colts Jags over uh, forty four. So uh, we will take. That one in London? Like, uh, is that, that one? No, is that in London? Nah, the, no, Ravens. Raven. Who's the Ravens playing? Ravens are playing someone in London. Ravens Titans are playing in London. Right. Um. Right. So, Jags are back on United States soil. Um. Neither defense has looked flash in the last few weeks. Jags struggle to stop the run, so I feel like JT and Moss are probably gonna rack up a few tutties uh, and then Colts they're not going to stop Calvin Ridley because um, mm. he's in my fan- he's in my fantasy squad so a couple of tutties this week would be great Calvin okay. um, but yeah feel like that one's going over um, and yeah throw on lines 49ers Chiefs wins into a parlay and then anytime tutties Hill, Kelsey and Ayuk um, yeah. well, I know Hill, to- Hill and Kelsey are both paying, you know, shorter odds, but are you around? Uh, I think it's about three, but three to four bucks. Um, due. Well, um, are you in school last week? And if he had some big bets for us, would have come off. Um, yeah, yeah, we were. Uh, yeah, just to give a... the in, people some inside knowledge, we we Bill was in his in his in his zone picking some pretty crazy multis parlays as it almost did come off. So this could have been a very different edition of Bill's bet if we had just a couple of things go our way. But trust me, one of those weeks is around the corner, and uh, and we will make it happen. Um, That's what you live for. That's what you live for. You just need to keep rolling at you know seventy eighty percent and. Mm when that probability does come your way. Right. Make, make bank. Send your kids to school. It's just maths. It's just straight up maths. All right. Well. But you also gamble responsibly. Oh, okay. Well, super responsibly, of course. Um, well, it's that time. Before we head out, shout out millions. You make this podcast possible. 
obviously, as well as the 49ers Special Edition uh, and Gold Bar Whiskey. Shout out, guys. But in terms of millions, world leader in connecting athletes and sport content creators with their fans and brand sponsors. If you're an athlete, sign up now. If you're a brand, head over to Millions. Just launching, not just, we are launching the world's first AI-based campaign marketing builder. Marketing campaign builder? You could swap them, I guess. Just type in your deliverables and budget, pick your talent, and bam, Millions does the rest. If you already know the athlete or sports personality you want to work with, just head over to their profile and hit book me. It's easy as that. Well, uh, that was fun. Go Niners. Um, go Seahawks. Get it done. Go Rangers. And Get it we'll done. Get it cracking. That's it. Go crack. Let's Get it crack boys. up, yeah. Yeah. Just started Get watching. Get crack up, yeah. Started watching Breaking Bad. Release the cracking. Seems relevant. Um. All right. See you, everybody.